parental guidance is suggested. What is the spotted dick? <laughs> the spotted dick, which I am sharing with Aloysius. Kuri That's what I've done. Her mouth. Um, <laughs> God, we are so fifth grade. Welcome to the Thunderbrew Distillery here in Karanos, Dunmoreau. Dust off your favorite drinking mug, order up a pint of Rhapsody Malt and settle in. It's time for another round of Tavern Cast with your hosts Cromley, Aloysius, Karg, and Kerncafair. We'll bring ye tools, tips, tales, and tricks from the great world of Warcraft. Welcome to Taverncast for the week of November 7th. This is Kern Kater. I'm Aloysius. I'm Cromley. I'm Azros. I'm Karg. <laughs> hey, I'm Karg. Hey there, I'm Karg. And all I can say is this is going to be a fun edit. It is. <laughs> yeah, good luck for that. We, we've only done the edit. Hey, uh, or the, we only hey read there, the... I'm Karg. What? What? What are you saying, Karg? Karg. What? Karg. <laughs> Karg. <laughs> Don't mind him, let's, he's let's retarded. Our, uh, food. <laughs> yeah, ladies and, and gentlemen, boys and girls, we introduce you to this we week's Tavern Cast. We do have a huge selection this week. This week, uh, Tavern Cast <laughs> is brought to you by Founders Dirty Bastard Scotch Style Ale. Oh, cheers! And whatever address you It's quite good. We also have our snacks. Our snacks include Heinz Brand Spotted Dick. Well, I don't. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, we should clarify. Let's, I'm let's sure do, it does. Let's clarify a little bit. This is um, European food today, so <laughs> that, that doesn't help up. much. It's uh, we, well, you guys don't even know. You're not here. You can't see it. What what is it, Cromley? What is the spotted dick? The spotted dick, which I am sharing with Aloysius. Kurnkater refuses to That's put it, any in her mouth. Kurt, um, <laughs> God, we are so fifth grade. Anyway. <laughs> Kern Katara shunned the spotted dick. It's like... It wouldn't be so funny if Eli wasn't shrieking. <laughs> it's like that a lot, you know? Um, it's like a warm, spongy, chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> Asros. I think now's the time for you to. Uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about some stuff and part of my life with some people. Eloise's help. Oh my god. Alright, disclaimer Spotted Dick is actually like bread pudding in a can. Sure, it is. Actually, it's got raisins and sure cinnamon and nutmeg and something in it, but I just don't like the way it tastes. It's too sweet. <laughs> you are so fifth grade. Hey, you know what? You're absolutely right. The most adolescent <laughs> mind. Of... There is no way to there's discuss no, spotted dick. There's no right way to say this. <laughs> there is no way to describe there's the no texture, right flavor, this, right? or or ambience of eating the spotted dick. We also have we also have the snacks. We have. The Gill Double Chocolate Crisps, which actually are really quite I good. I think they're Gilly. They're from Denmark or something. And then this one, this one you guys really liked. Yeah. This is the Nestle Yorkie Raisin and Biscuit Flavored Bar. It's not for girls. It's not for girls. That's why I'm holding it. Yeah. 
Here's the thing I don't get, right? Not it's that got, I'm not a girl. The Yorkie but... and the O is like a, uh, a negative slash through a picture of a woman. Holding a purse with her hand on her head. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it literally says it's not underlined for girls. Open that up. What is it? Why you know what, is it? And they, you know what they did? They put the nutrition facts on here as a sticker. Oh, that's mm. nice. WTF. Well, it's made somewhere else. Where'd you guys right? get it from? Uh, bu- uh, bushes, which if you guys don't know around here, it's bushes like an international right. foods kind of grocery store. It's Ooh. from Britain. Look at the back of it says not for handbags. Not for <laughs> handbags. Nice. That's why they put the sticker there. Okay, here here's what I want to know. People from Britain who are living in Great Britain, please uh, get on the forums and let us know the deal with the Yorkie candy bar. Yeah, why are they not for girls? Yeah, I totally want to know about that. Who who do we have that's in in Britain who we know? Uh, I know this Thrax, yeah. Yeah, Thrax. Wasn't he wasn't he on TeamSpeak the other night? Yeah, somebody's got to ask. Yeah, about somebody's got to ask about that. Bar. And everything's and in. And the spotted dick. And the spotted dick. Yeah, which, the... which is actually quite well, good. Hide... I'm going to have some more of the Put spotted dick. Put some in your dick. mouth. <laughs> oh, you just mentioned it. Hey, uh, I'll be right back. Got to go pee. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's an opportune time. <laughs> As so, we're talking about the timing. spotted. Uh, I have rolled gold pretzels. Boring. Are... Well, sorry, I don't have any fancy. Dick stores around by me. <laughs> All right, so um, we're bringing on a new uh, regular cast member to Tavern Cast, uh, and I think many of you are already very familiar with this guy. Uh, but just in case you're not, his name is Azros, and he's coming to us from a show that he runs called GameCast Online. He's going to be spending some. <laughs> what? What is some it? Time. <laughs> what's the problem? It she smells like, like dog food. All right, Kern Kater is smelling the Yorkie bar. Well, it's not for girls, of course. What, what, like that's true. It. It's somebody else better smell it because it it's say not. It's a biscuit. That's what scares me. And this is actually this is actually. If like you ever look at, just, it smells like chocolate. It doesn't smell like a no, dog if, food. If any of you actually go out to the grocery store and pick up like a Nestle bar or okay. a, a Hershey bar or something, this is just fine. Now, let me explain the Yorkie it's like bar. It's like a half. It's like a, a half a bar is a serving. This is like a regular sized bar, and it's five servings. No, no. Let me explain the Yorkie bar. All it is is chocolate and what looks like little chunks of cookies, like a Twix bar and a raisin. That's what it is. So why is it not for girls? It's a mystery. Because they think it smells like dog food. Dog food, not dog. Here, you try it. That food. I want to eat some dog food. Anyways, back to Azros. Hey, Azros, tell us about yourself. Who the heck are you and why are you on the show? I'm a guy, and you asked me to. (laughs) (laughs) We need your resume, dude. We need the last five years of your employment history. Um, We Uh, need to know what you think you bring to TavernCast and how you think you can change the company for the better. The company? <laughs> yeah, it's Tavern Cast LLC. Didn't we tell you that? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a self starter and <laughs> I like all. Can you think outside the box? Challenging problems that make me think outside the norm. Um, like and... I'm a Gemini and. <laughs> what makes you think you're more qualified than all the other candidates? There were other candidates? <laughs> no, but answer the question. <laughs> I have a pulse. <laughs> I have a pulse. I know how to You're hired, play. son. Welcome to the <laughs> service. Sweet. <laughs> I have too much free time, and I'm slightly annoyed. So, what's your background with um, World of Warcraft? For those who don't know, uh, started at launch when it came out, and played for a few months, and took a little break because the guild that I was in was the suck, <clears throat> and I kind of got burned out with it. 
And then when I moved back out here to Chicago back in the summer, I decided to give it a go again. Started listening to Tavern Cast and talking with you folks, and now here I am, Guildmaster of the Pod People, and doing my own podcast and helping you guys out here. Sweet, sweet. So what are you what are you playing right now, and what's your current level and all that kind of goodness? Uh, my original main was a paladin, which I got all the way up to level 50 before we started the Pod People. Holy spec, kind of a the Heladin. Wait a minute, if you're a holy spec, are you brighter than paladin bright? Because I was no, not. No, because my armor spec. doesn't look gay. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, I back, Ooh. I'm, just, I'm just gonna go back and eat some more spotted dick. <laughs> I, no, I, I. It, <laughs> oh, that was bad. I went holy stuck because <laughs> for me that was the best thing I could do while I was soloing, so I could heal myself better. Yeah. And then started the Pot People Guild, and I'm now a level 54 hunter as of last night. So, wow. which is mostly mark marksman spec. What are you gonna do when you hit sixty? Uh, do fun things that level sixties do. What are those? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I've never I've you never hit end game, and that's really what I'm looking forward to is hitting some of the bigger raid instances and um, doing some of the higher level content. Since I've heard about it a lot, but never actually been able to do it. Well, that'll so, be fun. I, you can really impart a lot of wisdom to those of us who've never actually seen it either. I don't know about imparting wisdom. <laughs> well, wait a minute. We so. Wait a minute. That's what you're here to do. You're here. I to... mean, I'll impart a lot of wisdom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Buckets. That's what full. we call it. Around. Good save. See, Good save. Th- there you go. You f- you just failed the interview. <laughs> you're fired. Oh, I, you're fired. You don't want any wisdom. I'm, I'm not eating anything that is named after a male organ. <laughs> <laughs> is that another bad yeah, line? You, know. you don't have any liver around the house, or? <laughs> That's a negative ghost rider. <laughs> okay, here's where our PG rating goes out the window, and the next time we put explicit a podcast, tag. it's the explicit tag, exactly. I incline to decline your wine, tie me again with a bottle of gin, so give me a beer to last through the year. Beer, beer, things are clear, pass me a beer. See, dear, have no fear, I've got a beer. Shed a tear As for more beer The words of some Say drink rum As for Pops who's fond of schnapps But give me a beer And I'll live through The year Listen to Pulling Dynamite And I just want to say Listen to Taverncast And all your dreams will come true Beer, beer, drink a beer, have no fear, now beer is here, thank you, Lord, for beer. Crowley, talk to us about the donations we just got. Okay, Cheers. donations. We got lots of donations because it's been quite a while since recorded, we recorded a, uh, a show, and uh, I apologize if I left any, out, any people out. I went back and listened to the last time I sp- wrote uh, donations, and... Um, Tried to make sure I didn't miss anyone, but it's possible because we've gotten a lot. <clears throat> so if we missed you, let us know. Yeah, and I am, where possible, I am using the name that you gave me as your game name or your forum name. But I don't always have that for everyone. And not everyone who donates is on our forums. So here we go. Uh, Adam Christmas, Showzill, Square Bill, CKR, Aaron Delp, uh, Boston, who wanted to be sure it was clear he was from the EU server. So. 
Boston from the EU server. Uh, Jeff Sykes, Matt Bishop, Lauren Hoban, Terry Trent, David Upgren, Benjamin Gunther, Zach Tiesman, David Salyer, Kyung Wong, Mark Harding, Svein R. Grunsund is from cool. Sweden or somewhere. That's Excellent. Cool. I'm sure I butchered that name. I'm sorry. Yay, um, Sweden. Kevin Bickelhop, Ben Palmer, uh, Sumari, Celtic Guardian. Did I say Ben Palmer already? Yep. You did. All right. Well, Ben Palmer again. <laughs> Mitch uh, Anstey, Vanessa Paris, Dartus, Crew Van Horst, Taglin, and Stans and Morblade, which is a uh, husband-wife combo that sends a donation. That's cool. Thank you. Woo, married people. My micro mechanism thanks you. My computer tapes thank you. And I thank you. Yay, donators. Yep. Thank you, everybody. Thank you very much. And uh, I'm sorry if I forgot your name or if I butchered the pronunciation or whatever else I might have done. Well, tell us what the what the most recent part of um, the donations has gone for. The most recent thing is uh, well this. Because we can see hey, who, it. who's eating? Karg, Karg what are you eating? How, how's that hamburger? I'm not eating. <laughs> <laughs> All we hear is muncha, cruncha, cruncha, muncha. So if you'd like to uh, donate to the show, and we would much appreciate it, you can go to our website with www.taverncast.com. In the lower left-hand corner of the pages, there's a button that says Support Taverncast. Just click in there. If you support us at a level of what we call a subscription, a subscriber, which is $15 or more, for one year you will have access to special outtakes and whatever else we put up in our subscribers cool area. Cool stuff. Cool mm-hmm. stuff. Maybe even whole special episodes. Ooh. And while you're there, you might as well also subscribe to our forums and partake in the uh, brilliant and witty dialogue that goes on there. And, <laughs> Would uh, they be the very special pictures. episodes? The very like special on, episode. We might have an after-school special. I'm still considering it. What? 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 Uh, I'm just a bit. I'm only a bit. <laughs> what? The, what? The notes very special as opposed to special. What's We're already the, how pretty does it, special. How does it the raise the classification? Oh. Uh, <laughs> next. Well, so you came <laughs> up with it. That's why we brought Azros on the show. Well, you know what? Witty dialogue. <laughs> what is it? I got questions. The, uh, I don't answer I, them. I'll, I'll give a. Pl- I'll give a plug here. Now the the special section, I I gotta say, it, it even scares me to hear what's in there. So <laughs> if it scares me, it has to be bad. So it's definitely worth subscribing for. Well said, Karg. So uh. Last week we had two uh, BlizzCon specials where we brought in a fellow by the name of Barbalus who was at uh, BlizzCon, and we thought we'd just do a quick recap and uh, run through again what we saw and just kind of chat it around in, a, in a, a full episode here. And we've got Barbalus on again. How's it going, Barbalus? Oh, it's going very well. Thanks for having me back. Uh, love having you. So Absolutely. It's been, uh, it's been about a week. And I think all the rumors and stuff are out there now and all the stuff that we know is out there. So... Uh, Let's just talk it around in a circle. What do you all guys think about the uh, about the expansion? About what I want a release learned? date. Yeah, yeah exactly. I really would like a release date, too. It's hard for me to have any interest in it if it's going to be like a year or more away. Well, but just listening to what Barbos told us about what was there on the on the Million Man Land, it was it, it looked kind of neat. Although it sounded, in, correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounded like it was still pretty limited as far as what you could do. Oh, it really was. 
it um, there wasn't all that much to do, like I said. And um, but what was surprising to me is uh, according to Joystick, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, EB Games and GameStop both have uh, July 2nd or 3rd of next year as the release date for the expansion pack. So, if that's the case, it must be more. Uh, it must be further along than they were letting on at BlizzCon. Hmm. So it makes you wonder what they're not telling us. Well, there was a there was an article that Azros and I saw on uh, IGN today about about the expansion, and one of the things that they said that that there would be no new classes, and yeah. that struck me as hmm. slash cry. Yeah, really? That's unfortunate. That's what IGN said. But then again, I mean, the first thing I said to Azros was, "There's no way. I don't. I don't buy that." They said it was a well, balancing issue. No, no. Not believe. only did they say there weren't going to be any new classes, they said they were never going to add new classes for the fact that they would have to go through and do complete rebalancing yeah that's right yeah never ever you're yeah you're totally yeah. right which doesn't make any sense that's the way i was looking at it um when people were talking about adding new classes i was afraid that you know they were going to add it to all this content and they weren't going to finish balancing thing balancing all the things that were in there to begin with well that's i true. mean did you guys see the rumors that were coming out before blizzcon where they were talking about a new class and i think the rumor was that it was a spellbreaker class it was kind of an yeah. anti they pulled that out of Warcraft 3. Oh, okay, yeah. I guess okay. from the Frozen Throne, there's a Spellbreaker unit that people were pulling that from. Okay, well, I don't know. It strikes me as odd. But at any rate, so it's been a week. You guys have all seen the pictures and the screenshots and read the reports and whatever. What do you guys think of uh, of at least the Blood Elves? What are, what are you guys' impressions? Blah. I saw an interesting post today on the forums about how if they had, if the Blood Elves are now going to speak in a language that the Night Elves can't, understand yeah. the blood elves according to the lore used to speak common and darnassian and dwarvish so now what are they going to speak and how is that going to correspond with the lore are they going to choose their own language once they had the sun village up or how is that going to work but then if you think about it from a quote-unquote realism standpoint too i mean you don't just forget thousands of years worth of spoken language in two or three years and just throw it out for something that now you just either choose to or forget your your original language yeah. actually i think it'd be kind of cool if they kept there they were the one race that could speak both both languages yeah but so then all everybody would just play though really you think yeah well, I <laughs> see i tend to i tend to think what Azrus, when you said blah it's kind of my reaction i mean it looked cool but then the more i thought about it i'm like okay so why? we already have elves yeah. why do we need another well these elf? are elves that are red I mean, Barbalus, you had first-hand experience playing them, so, I mean, was there anything that really set them apart, or did you kind of get that read, too? They were very much like the standard Night Elves, but, um, I don't know, the only thing that really set them apart was the difference between them and the rest of the Horde classes. They're very nimble-looking, I guess. I, I'm not sure if that translates into any kind of tangible in-game benefits, but... Um, just the way they played. Uh, if you, when you jump, they do a little twirl, like a, <laughs> like some kind of figure skating thing. And I don't know. They uh, they look different, and that's about all I can say about them. It makes me wonder if maybe they put them in because they were getting feedback from players that the horde were not quote unquote pretty enough. You know, there's there's sort of the that's how I feel about it. But because you know, a lot of the rumors are that the classes they're bringing in for the alliance are going to be like the Tauren of the alliance. Whatever they're going to be, they're going to be some creature class, either the Draenei or the. I mean, I, I, I always kind of think the gnomes are a creature class. The what? The gnomes. The gnomes. <laughs> they're like little pets. So I I don't know. Um, we'll I, find I don't out know. when it comes out. Really, I mean, Blizzard is not 
one to rush things, so we'll see what happens. So uh, I saw a lot of pictures, not only the pictures that you took, but also pictures from uh, that are on the major bl- the main BlizzCon site of people in the succubus costume, and I can imagine why there are a lot of pictures <laughs> of that. But uh, were there cough, other? Cough. You know, we saw we saw a couple of mages, we saw a lot of the succubus. I saw a couple of people that were dressed up as the gnomes with the mechanical chickens, and I thought those were really cute. Mm-hmm. I actually dug the guy in the murloc suit; that was pretty good. Yeah, of course kind- you did. Yeah, that was actually pretty cool. The murloc suit guy. He. He was the first indication I had that it wasn't all press inside that press event. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then their shtick, too, was that they were trying to, it was like, save the Murlocs or equal yeah. rights for Murlocs or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I saw a bit of that. Yeah, they had a few of those guys running around yeah, with, like, picket signs and all that <laughs> nice. good stuff. Cool. All right, so is there any truth? Some of the other things we read on the uh, the WoW general boards was that the the main like booth babe girl who was dressed up as the succubus is actually a porn star and that's caused controversy is that true you're asking the wrong guy i have no idea yeah that's how he, does anybody know does anybody read anything about that i haven't that's seen anything about I've that at all it. yeah yeah well that's I'll, the best I'll, news i've heard all week all right well then I'll, I'll tell you what i'll tell you what the rumor is going around then is apparently some people on the boards recognize that girl as some famous kids cover your ears snm type porn star yes. Some really, geeks porn. have watched porn. I don't believe it. I, yeah, figure I, that I, one I out. I don't even know what it is. What, News at 11. Me. Anyways, so... It has something to do with spotted dick. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. Come on. Yeah, yeah we were leaving uh, that one. Okay, oh. so... Where was I? Porn star. Okay, so the... Yeah, the succubus supposedly is a uh, is a porn star out in California. And I guess now they're getting raked over the coals. Well, you never know. They would happen to... Higher but they needed succubus. to find someone who is, who is really beautiful, who's a model, who had a beautiful body for that outfit. I mean, it's California. It wouldn't be too hard to find someone who, who wanted to hang to out and also at... be an SMM porn star. Well, hey, has a I whip was, readily when available. When I used to work as a porn star, I used to dress up as you know Captain Picard and William Riker and stuff all the time. But oh, yeah, yeah. every every uh-huh. time there's a convention, Buck they'd be Rogers. like, "Dude, you do porn? Yeah, come on out and you know hook, hook yourself up." I can't believe Scarred. we're talking about this. <laughs> it's it's only... marvelous. Thanks for coming on so that we can talk about <laughs> porn and succubus. You poor. Yeah. Hey, it's what I'd be doing anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't? That's what I'm this has become the Howard Stern of podcasts. The new low for Taverncast has just been reached. Mm. The always, line always, has been crossed. Always shooting for a new low. Right. So in your in your week of of reflection for BlizzCon, is there anything that as you started playing the game again, or people have started talking about the expansion, um, anything that really that really excites you about what's going to happen? Well, the weather's been the one thing that I've really been thinking hard about. I've been wondering if they're going to... The rumors I've been hearing is that the weather is going to affect the way the game plays, the way uh, the characters can interact with the world. And I'm just wondering how far they're going to take it. Uh, like, if there's inclement weather, if that'll affect the way that the ships and the zeppelins and the wind riders and the griffins, the way that those routes will work. Maybe um, you can get blown off course. I think someone mentioned this last week. And I just wonder how far they're going to take these little uh, these little effect. How, how far they're going to allow them to affect your gameplay. I've actually long wondered exactly what you're talking about, like what would happen if there was a, a blizzard, for example, in Dunmarone. And how that would affect your questing out there. Like, what if the roads became impassable and you had to find another way around, or that sort of thing. So, I, it might be kind of, What if there was a hurricane uh, in Menethil? I mean, that would be pretty cool, too. I think that can only go so far. I mean, if you think about who's going to be interacting with the different 
whether it's your interaction with the NPCs, the things that are always constant there, the buildings and the the ships and the the concrete things, not the things that you, that you can't interact with. <coughs> so it makes me think that even if it is going to be, even if you are going to have weather and whatnot, that's going to be really cool, but I can't imagine they're going to actually start to mess with some of the concrete things like the buildings or the ships or the oh you mean like or the trade damage to them that kind of thing right or the trade on. routes because i mean that would just it seems like it would be a lot of work and i don't know if that kind of interaction actually would whether it would hinder gameplay and what happens when you've got it's almost like those people that find some way to hack into the areas that you're not supposed to be in like the pictures that you've seen you know they're in the they're in the the developer areas. So what happens if someone actually something blows them off course? A zeppelin gets blown off course. They land someplace else, and now what? Well, but I would. Think what if it's a world weather control device? <coughs> oh. <laughs> Can I comment on that? Please, Please. do. The way that the, the, the players are going to react is key. And if we look at the reaction to the whole um, the the blood god thing with the the corrupting blood, right? Yeah. Yes. You know, it, it killed pretty much everyone in the game on cer a certain servers for the better part of a week. And people loved it. Am I wrong? Did, did people not really like it? Because <laughs> personally, I thought it was really cool. I thought it was interesting from an epidemiological point of view, and I don't know how many other people out there might actually be thinking about that. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, That was my... a big word. A what? <laughs> epidemiological <laughs> point of view. And she says it so fast, too. I'd be like, epidemiological. Well, I mean, if you think about the number of people that are infected and the rate the rate of infection, the speed of infection, and, and how long it, it lasted, it's. I, I wish that I could get more information from Blizzard because, God, that would just be a really cool study. Anyway. Well, I, I'm pretty sure I read a, uh, an article that people at the disease control centers were studying it to, you know, to see what the reactions would be like in the case of a, a real-world epidemic. Mm -hmm. And I think that's pretty interesting that a, a video game is going to model what would happen in the real world, or at least it's believed that that could be, you know, a, a realistic diagram. Yeah. Well, don't get me wrong. I don't think for a second they're actually doing this, but a couple of sites that I stumbled onto months and months back that was talking about Blizzard's potential plans for the weather had it that the weather, they were going to work on a program that had sort of a, a it's self-evolving weather thing that, that it would just kind of go and do its own thing. And so that the weather would kind of, it would start raining when the computer decided it was going to rain. So Skynet. Basically, Skynet. basically, it's just a randomizer. It's raining today. Thank you, Karg. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it would be a randomizer. And then the other thing that I heard, too, was that one of the potential ideas was to feed into the actual weather satellites for the country, for the U.S. or whatever, and try to, like, pull the data down from that and say, okay... California corresponds to Southern Kalimdor, so whatever weather's there, we're going to model in the computer kind of thing. Like cool. a heck of a lot of yeah, it sounds like they're not going to do it, use. basically. So, Star Wars well, Galaxies well, had real-time weather like that. Really? It, it wouldn't really matter on some planets, but if you were on Tatooine, you'd be out in the middle of nowhere, and suddenly a, a sandstorm would kick through, and you couldn't see anything. So, I mean, it didn't really hinder anything. It was just one of those things where you're like, all right, I'm going to wait it out because right. I can't see anything you're attacking. Well, here's what I want to know. Did the player base react negatively to, to that? Because I can just no, see it, the it wild... shipped with it. Oh, okay. Well, because, see, I can see the people on the general forums on the official site. The, the, the sandstorm ruined my game, and I was just about to kill Ragnaros when there was an earthquake and to kill the whole party, and the game's broken, and I'm going to quit. Can't so, anything else on the expansion we want to toss around real quick before we put this to bed until they come I, out with some more news? I, I kind of wondered if you heard anything about uh, what they're doing to expand 
for the next for the level cap increase. Nobody really talked about if there's new skills, if they're just gonna boost the skills higher, talents or what. Did you hear anything about that? No, there really hasn't been any uh, anything revealed about that. I've heard that the hero classes are a big no and um, a big no. Uh, big no. I've heard that there are going to be no hero classes, and that was yeah, kind of shocking to me, because I thought that was going to be the natural evolution of this whole uh, level capping. Well, remember, well, Blizzard even talking. came out and said a long time ago that yeah. that's where they wanted to go with it. Explain, yeah, they've been talking about that since the beginning of the game. Explain to me what a hero class is, because this is my first game, and I'm not familiar with that term. Karg? Karg? <laughs> hero classes, yes. Thank you, Card. <laughs> and then, and there you have it, Kern Kadera. The can, answer to hero class. Can anyone else tell me about hero classes? Because I don't know what you guys are talking about when you say that. Seriously, okay. I don't know. Um, when you hit... Uh, this is only what I've heard from people who've played Bum 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 EQ. Um, <laughs> was that when What's you hit that? level cap, what you could do, uh, you would level up to... Uh, you would get to the end of the, your you know, your XP bar or whatever, and you could choose a second, a secondary class that you would start to build on, and you would become like a half-paladin, half... Uber-paladin. Whatever yeah, the yeah, heck Yeah, like else. here's an example. You would go from paladin to knight, for example. Crusader. And then, yeah, oh. crusader or something. And it would give you... You'd still be a paladin, but you'd be paladin with... It's kind of like going in a separate talent direction in the talent tree, but it gives you more specific powers and a, and a direction. Well, kind of like you can be a doctor, but there's a difference between a surgeon and a general practitioner. Yeah. Kind of, yep. Yeah, I mean, it, well, it's like your you're, you're a doctor A doctor is a paladin right now, right? right? But you can specialize in heart surgery or, yeah, or brain surgeon or well, whatever. Why don't we just do so. hospital, the MMO? Plus five to brain surgery. Plus five to brain surgery. Well, it, it, it helps put it in a better perspective if you put it in kind of... In Plus five to scalpel. Yeah. Plus five to scalpel. <laughs> Magical like scalpel of the board. It's like a graduate degree or something that you have to get to... Like, once you get your bachelor's, right, then you can go on to master's or PhD or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you have various options. Okay. The original class was. Oh, I know. So that sucks that they knocked that yeah. out of there. I was... Anything I was... that adds... More variety to the what you can be, so that one paladin is not basically the same as another paladin. Exactly. But well, that... right now, maybe they fit, maybe they felt that the talent trees did enough of a job of that. I mean, I would somewhat disagree, but I mean that's cool. Barbos, did they give a hint as to why they were moving away from that? It's it wasn't an official thing. It, they haven't officially said no, but the rumor, the big rumor that's going around is, you know, the general consensus is that it's not going to happen any at least anytime soon. Yeah. Well, not for the expansion, at least. Yeah, exactly. Huh. Okay. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. So, if, um, two questions, and then we'll be done. If you had to do it all over again, go to BlizzCon, would you? Yeah, I had a pretty good time. The people were very friendly, and, um, you know, I got to laugh at people in goofy costumes. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Did you get the, the special yeah, Murloc card? Like Actually, that was my second question. Um, it, the part, One of the parts that we edited out, I think we edited it out, about him, him losing the Murloc... Anyways, I, I don't remember. But at any rate, last time, uh, Barbalus, we gave him a press pass that we got, and Barbalus very wisely tried to trade in the press pass to get his money back um, so that he didn't have to pay for the ticket he already had. But in doing so, he didn't realize that he was giving up his free Murloc pet because the press pass didn't come with the pet. Aww. And so I knew that you, when we left you, you were going to still attempt to try to buy that pet from one of the parents or whatnot that had the pass. Were you successful? I was not. Aww. I was I know, I know. 
I bet you. I bet you it's on eBay right now. They are. I looked. How much are <laughs> they going for? Some of them have buyouts up as high as six hundred dollars. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Who in their right mind? Now, would any of you guys buy it? Not for six hundred bucks. Maybe for six. Oh no. Not for six hundred. That's like. I might even consider it for like ten. That's like all my utilities and my car payment and groceries for like three weeks. It's it's just enough to kind of sit there in Agrimar and click on Murky, and like hear the little sounds. Has everyone done that? And he dances. Yes, you have to go into Ogremar and go into the Valley of Honor and go onto the dock, and then put your put your little clicker on the little Murloc pet, the guy who's who sits there. And if you click on the guy, you put in the code that you got when you went to BlizzCon, and he gives you your pet. Hmm. But if you don't have a pet, you can just sit there and put your put your cursor on Murky, and you keep right clicking him, and he goes. And here's where we're gonna screw with the, the naive and sort of payback where all the people are saying we're never talked about Horde. So, if you're Alliance, here's our conclusive advice to see the little Murloc pet. You must go to Agrimar to, the, to the Valley <laughs> of Honor and really click on the little pet. PvP server. Yeah, if you can't make it, then you won't see it. There's no other place you can see the baby Murloc. It's fact. Another, another useful tidbit of information from Jabbard Kit. We are 100% accurate on everything we say. Well, sorry about the Murloc, Barbalist. That, uh, that really sucks. Oh, it was my own fault. No worries. Yeah. Well, we're glad you got your money back. <laughs> At the very least. Now you can put it in the bank and wait for you. You know, wait till you have six hundred dollars. Buy your own Merlock pet. Well, thanks again for coming on and letting us know uh, what happened there, and we appreciate very, very much all the flying reporting you did uh, back last week uh, when it was actually occurring. Yeah, it was great talking to you again. Oh, thank you for having me back on. I really uh, enjoyed it. All right, let's get into the news. We interrupt this program to bring you a special news bulletin. The, the news. news. The news. Terror or death? The news. All right, uh, in the news, I've got one piece of news that's sort of coming back again. Um, last awesome. week in the... Be- awesome. In the... Um, the BBC, there was an article about World of Warcraft and their quote-unquote um, anti-hacker spyware stuff that runs when the game runs. And BBC made it seem as if Blizzard was accused of spying on the 4 million players in the World of Warcraft and that they essentially admitted that it was true that the spyware is indeed running and hitting your hard drive and etc. When, when the game is running. So OMFG at 1337 Haxor. Haxor. <laughs> I quit. Yeah. Uh, so what what do you guys think about this? The um, the Electronic Frontier Foundation is which is the big like digital rights group or whatever they they pretty much branded it as this big invasion of privacy. So I want to know what y'all thought about that. I'm I don't know that I that I think that it is. I, I see that they're trying to stop hacking, and as long as they're not sending my email addresses and personal information around for marketing purposes, I'm not so sure that I think it's an issue. Well, what kind of information well, do I, they have I access think... to? I think, if I remember right, it was the names of other windows that are open at the same time, right? Oh, no. And I, I That's believe right. also names processes of the that are running. Yeah, processes so, and the names of I mean, it's of nothing, programs. of course, that's all, you only know what they tell you. And the only reason yeah. this even came out is they never had told people this is what they were doing. Someone figured it out that this is what they were doing. So right. that doesn't give well, me Well, I guess they've admitted to it. Well, yeah, here's the thing you guys got to figure out, though. I mean, this is nothing different than what Google is doing when you do a search. Yeah, but Google isn't looking at computer. other software running on your computer. You know what I mean? You don't know that. I mean, once 
How well, once you install the Google running Google toolbar, which a lot yeah, of people do. Bar. That could be. Yeah. That could be. Yeah, that could be. And maybe it's. No, once point. you install the Google toolbar, Google has access to your desktop, believe it or not. Oh, yeah. No, I know. Uh, I'm just, my point is is that we don't know that they're doing anything like this, but we could find out that, we well, could yeah. find out that they're doing I that think, and feeding it all into their adding, you know, advertisement program. And, I think Blizzard is doing a better job than EverQuest in terms of. Um, EverQuest, Quest, 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 Quest. <laughs> Blizzard is doing a better job, as far as I know, in terms of tracking the hackers. But there's also more to it than just preventing hackers. I mean, in EverQuest, you could, well, back in the old EverQuest, Quest, 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 Quest <laughs> days, you could, <laughs> you actually had the. Uh, Game masters or GMs or you know whatever you call them in Blizzard and in, in World of Warcraft helped uh, help certain guilds get stuff. You right? mean they help them cheat essentially? <laughs> no names mentioned. Right. How would you right. They basically know about this, you know it, it's like it's like this right. Imagine imagine a game master in in Blizzard in World of Warcraft helping you jump immediately to the end of Molten Core and killing the boss in one hit. Well, what happened when they found this out, though? Did they fire uh, these they people? Banned a lot of, they, they banned a lot of accounts. I mean, permanently. Well, what yeah, but what about the GMs? GMs? Well, the GM is voluntary. I mean, a lot of the GMs are volunteer positions in, in EverQuest, right? So, I mean, you have to go through a few tests and, and, and requirements, but it's volunteer. Oh, so so you don't job. get paid for it. Yeah. yeah. You know, so if 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 you know Sony or or Varent at that time pissed someone off, it's easy to get back at them, yeah. and and the worst thing was what get fired as a GM. I mean, big deal. Yeah. All right. You don't get paid anyways. All right. Go from that then and hop back into World of Warcraft. So let's say all they're doing right now, then is trying to prevent cheating. Which I mean, on on the surface, I think that's great. Sure. But is there is there a potential dark side to it? And what are they doing with the data? I think that's not what's, but, that's what's well, unclear. Yeah, it's, it's unclear what they're doing, what they're looking at. It's also unclear what they even consider cheating. I mean, what if they decided that it's cheating if you're using ThoughtBot to see how to find out how to complete a quest? Ooh, good point, because ThoughtBot is connected with IGN, which happens to sell gold. Exactly. And so, therefore, according to the EULA, uh, Blizzard may decide that you're breaking the terms of the game agreement. It's a good Ooh. point. I never thought about that. I just don't like this. I think that Blizzard should have other ways to do this. And if, if all they're doing is looking at programs that are running, it would be trivial to just mask your, the name of your cheating program so that it looks like Internet Explorer or something. This is nothing different than Punkbuster was for um, Counter-Strike. Did, did it end up that you had to install Punkbuster? The new version has Punkbuster yeah, installed or something similar. Opt. But yeah. well, what was maybe you guys can help me out. What was wrong with Punkbuster? I always thought that was kind of a good program, too. Yeah, I always used it, but I had the choice of installing it myself. Um, Karg? Hey, Karg. Whisper. We can hear you when you're whispering. Why don't you mute your mic when you're whispering to people? Uh, I'm not. Okay, new. Why do you guys hate so much? Um, All right, so... Anyway, so yeah, the Punk Brewster, yeah. Punk, punk, you just punk said punky Brewster. Brewster. Punky Brewster? I think you just, just said the... Moon so Pride? yeah, the Punky Brewster. She just had a baby. Did you watch... Brewster was cute. Somebody Have else thought seen... so too, apparently. That's what I was just gonna say. I've used Punk Buster too. I mean, what was wrong with that? What did you guys not like about the Punk Buster? I don't think there was anything wrong I with it. I didn't have any problems with the Punk Buster, but I never... My, my point is is that you could play 
Can't, well, at least initially, you could play... I, I only saw it when I played Half-Life uh, Team Fortress Classic. And some servers would ask you to install the Punk Buster. But you didn't have to install it. And there were servers you could play on without it. Hmm. So, whereas this... It, I mean, it's not like they're asking, you know, letting you check a, check a little box that says, yes, please scan my computer for cheating programs, because <laughs> obviously that wouldn't help them very much. So would... No, but, you know, if, if Blizzard had half of a brain, they wouldn't do anything to risk losing a few hundred thousand subscribers. I mean, sure. they do something wrong with the data they have, and they would be screwed forever. That's true. And, and to tell you the so... truth, I mean, of all the companies, Blizzard, to me, is the least likely to do things with with this kind of information. It's not like, you know, Microsoft or <laughs> somebody like that. Oh. that I well, would, I, I think uh, a lot of people don't seem to care. I mean, one of the things the BBC article pointed out was that um, the forums on worldofwar.net, which is a, a pretty big, wow, clearinghouse for information, they, by and large, seem pretty happy to, to have the spyware running. They didn't really seem to care. They felt that if it stopped cheating, then, hey, why not? Yeah. And I don't know that, I, I think, pretty much, that's how I feel. Even though I usually am a pretty big advocate of privacy, I just, I don't, it doesn't seem to me that there's any harm in just seeing what programs if, if you're Blizzard running. Would come out it's... and say, "This is what we're doing, and this is all we're doing." Is yeah, but you can, I don't think you can ever trust that. <clears throat> well, yeah, that's but, true. No, but, that, guys, but that goes against what you just said a little while ago when you first started. When you first I'm opened torn up the on discussion. it. On one hand, I want them to, to be able to deal with the the cheaters and the hackers, right? And on the other hand, I don't yeah, want but... them delving too far. For example, if they're if they're seeing that okay, Eloisis is running his mail program right now. I don't know that I have a problem with that, but if it's Eloisius is looking at his mail program, and this opened is up on the following mail with the subject line that says this and the body text that says From that, this then person. yeah, damn well I've got a problem with it. But I don't think they're going that well, far. Then you would have a problem with a lot of computer companies. I mean, Microsoft sure. Outlook, out Express, for Christ's sake, logs yeah. with your title. Yeah, which is why I use a Mac. Right. Well, I'm sure I can find a hack for that. <laughs> right, Ezros? Good luck. <laughs> but I mean, guys, it's this is no different than your credit card number being out there, your social security number being out there, and, and all your information being out there in public right now. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know like if it's it. the same as that. You know, I mean, them looking at your computer is probably safer than your social security number being out floating. You know, if you want to talk about a strict sense of security. Well, Not necessarily. Let's say you have Quicken files that are on there, and but, they can have access to that. Transactional data through Quicken is more oh. is, is more secret than your social security number is. Hmm. And the the other issue that we haven't even thought of is sure, this is what Blizzard says they're officially doing with this stuff, but there's a lot of employees at Blizzard. What right. if one of them? I mean, you've heard of this before, where employees mm -hmm. will sell off credit card numbers and things like that from. Who work at banks will, will you know build them up and sell them to some spammer or something. Well, so. we're not saying that that's actually what's happening, no, I'm not but, but that's the potential yeah. for that, if if in the wrong hands or the wrong person got into it, oh, would be. Well, there's a big question. Azros and I were just discussing that two nights ago about you know if there's a potential to do something, should you do it regardless of the consequences? But I mean that it's a yeah. huge issue there. But I mean, in some ways, I think it boils down to like consumer confidence in the company. Yeah. Do you trust Blizzard? And I think consumer confidence in Blizzard is really high right now because of the quality so, of their product. Well, you know, I think I think probably brought up the best point. I mean, Blizzard should make an effort, you know, to come up and say, "All right, guys, we are officially logging and tracking what you're looking at, but we're only doing the following because of this and that." Yeah. You know, I think that will go a long way uh, with the uh, players, at least, and the, the new people who are, you know, yeah. going to play. Well, and I heard, I, I don't remember where I heard this, but I heard that someone had written a uh, piece of software that you could download that would tell you what the Blizzard 
what what they were watching. I forget what it was called. It was yeah, like yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> it's amazing what uh, how quickly these things. Well, happen. the only thing Blizzard says in its defense is that yes, it's looking at the information and it's accumulating databases full of whatever it is you're doing. But it's not. It says it is not doing anything with the information. That to me. No, and I, I. I mean, I want to trust that, yeah. but I'm just like, okay, so if you're c- accumulating all these th- this information on your player base, and you're, but you're not doing anything with it, why are you accumulating? Customers. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it smacks of profiling, and I just want to. Well, I just hope that they're, you know. It's... Is there anything in the terms of service about this? Because they really should <laughs> be able to do that without your consent. Right? I, don't I don't know. know. I mean, and see, I, Brian, Elisius, I, Brian, I, Brian, I don't agree with you issue. there. Why not? Just because, I mean. If if I was logging your information, if I was Blizzard, I could justify it as well. You know, we want to see what's the screen resolution that most people play on, so our future expansions can be geared towards better quality uh, graphics and render, render, you know, rendering the images. But right? nobody has a problem with that. Say, yeah, I wouldn't have any problems with that. Well, it's not looking at anything else on your computer. It's just looking. Right. At well, I can say that. I mean, I could. Every, basically, what they're saying is very general, and they can cover it up by basically just saying that it's all for the better of the game, right? Better improvement of the game for future expansions. And what are you going to say? You can say, no, it, there's no way it cannot be. Yeah. Well, actually, you, you, you bring up a good bottom line. I mean, really, the only thing you can do is decide if you can deal with it personally or not because right. they're not going to change. And therefore, if you want to play the game, you, you play with their rules. If you don't, then too bad. Find another game. Because I don't think they're going to change it. We'll see what happens. I mean, the fact that there's other software out there watching what they're doing might help. Big Brother watching Little Brother. You can see where they're coming from, though, from Blizzard's standpoint. That if they're they're trying to make the, you know, the game a cheat-free environment, you'd hope that they would, you know, take the impetus to go ahead and take care of that kind of stuff. Oh, I mean, you you got to accept certain... You know stuff when you when you get involved with stuff like that. I mean, you know, for example, if Yahoo's you know search engines are looking into your computer, are you going to say you're not going to search ever again? I mean, that's 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 ridiculous. You know, so yeah, but the, if but they're on looking. On the other hand, it, there would then hope you know theoretically be a market for someone who says, well, we're going to release a search that doesn't you know search your hard drive for credit card numbers or something. Right. But, you know, if Yahoo was doing something like that, which we're not saying well, they are. But. But, you know, we'll see where it goes, yeah, and I'm sure if Blizzard listens to this cast, I'm sure they can contribute something to the forums and clear things up. Uh, yeah, yeah, if, if a spokesperson for Blizzard, Blizzard wants to come, to on the, cast? Uh, come on to the show, just let us know. We'll, yeah. we'll set it up. I dare, dare Blizzard to listen to the Halloween special. I dare. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to figure you got to figure this, you know. I mean, we have, what, a few thousand listeners, you know, who are probably, and probably more people thinking the same thing we are talking about right now. You know, before more rumors start spreading, and God knows how fast rumors can spread on the internet. You know, it would be nice if you know if any representative from Blizzard could clear things up. Well, I guarantee you that Blizzard did not like the headline that the BBC chose. It says Warcraft Game Maker in spying now, or in spying row. I'm right. sorry, Warcraft Game Maker in spying row. Well, what what do you expect them to say when 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 they're trying not to disclose anything? You know, that was my I mean, point. If you, is that if they had said this, you know, that's, I always think that it's a bigger problem if you try to hide this stuff. Yeah, yeah if you're if you're say, doing something honest and legit, you know, doing. come out come out to the open. Right. You know, let saying, someone find it and make a big, you know, whatever about it. Yep. Stink yeah. About it, so. I mean, it's just like tabloids waiting to you know take some stories and spin it. All right. I think that's it then. We talked it. We talked it to death. Oh.
Azrus, what's the update for the pod people? Uh, the past week of pod people has been pretty good. We've had a lot of people who have been very, very active with their characters. We've gone from creating a guild of alts to a lot of people who have actually made this their, their main server to be on. And because of that, we're now pushing 250 members in the guild, active That's or unreal. inactive. Yeah, there's some of those that are alts, but I'd say probably 30 of those are alts. So we still got a good 200 or so well, people in the guild. That is so well, cool. You know, and I've said this before, but I'll say it again because it, it merits saying for people who may not already be in the pod people or people who are interested or, or just listening to the show and they're in their own guilds or whatnot. But I'll, I'll tell you what, I, I have never been in a better guild, period. Bar none, without question. I, I Even the guild more. that Cromley and I ran was not as good as the pod people. People are, are helpful. Um, they're... They want a group. They're courteous. Yeah, people are always doing stuff. It's a very friendly, upbeat atmosphere. And the coolest thing is is that you can kind of do what you want to do. If you want a solo, nobody bothers you. If you want a group, people are there to group and they're ready to do it. Everybody can be hardcore or casual and it doesn't matter. You can kind of find your own niche and play your own style and everybody's cool with it. It's just a really great uh, culture. I, you guys agree? Without a doubt. I would. Oh. Yeah. And the thing yeah, for I me think is this that guild it, is th- go ahead. Is that it runs you. itself. The guild really runs itself with minimal, minimal intervention. Like you said, everybody's really courteous to each other and I don't think we really had to get on anybody's case about anything. So yeah, it's been really good. What were you gonna say, Karg? Well, I say, I was gonna say that the way the guild is right now, you know, it's it's really not a random bunch of people that decided, hey, it's cool to have a guild. You know, it's it's more of you know people listening to the to the the cast, having the same interest and you know feeling like a community through the forums, you know, through all the help and and all the stuff. And su- surprise, you know, whether you believe it or not, people do bond over forums, which is kind of a, a very weird concept uh, still. To it's me. a community. Yeah, it's a community, and it, it's it's a small, you know. <laughs> relative term small family of 200 some people you know that like you know who like like Eloise said you know whether they want to go play hardcore and raid molten core every day or you know uh, sit around and chat or you know or role play do role role play or do any skills I mean they are free to just because we have people from all over the world right that's amazing yeah it's pretty cool and people with different playing styles all in one guild Yep. So you're always going to find someone to play with, you know, to to group up with or to rate with whatever whatever you know whatever your playing style is, you well, know, or don't I mean, log my, in like me. You my know? thought there <laughs> was is that that the the reason that the guild is cool, and I mean this just goes into a conversation about guilds in general, but this we're we're seeing the the evolution here of a, what seems to be a pretty cool guild. But what makes a a good guild good sometimes is is the culture, and the culture here really is good, and the very fact that you can be the player you want to be here and you don't get a bunch of you know misses from the other players there that hey you're being too much of a noob you've got to go run and get your set pieces and you've got to hurry up and level your too low yeah. and etc we don't hear any of that which yeah. is really hey, cool. you need to hurry up and level your too low <laughs> okay we didn't hear any of that until just now hi guys uh, this is Pianod from the forums, uh, and I'm Normuth in the Pod People. I do an extremely love the show and have been having a great time in the guild. But I was on the epic Halloween raid. I took 
many screenshots and it definitely lives on as my favorite moment in the game so far so you've been asking people to send in their stories from the game uh, and I just haven't heard any on the show and I thought I'd send my own in uh, without doing a uh, quest in Stromgard where I needed to kill some ogres and whatnot and I'm looking for people to help me out and this a level 44 paladin responds and says he'll help me so I'm like that's great so uh I invited my group, and we go, and we kill a few ogres, and then we're sitting down, healing up, and he's like, oh, this is fun. I was like, yeah, I'm kind of enjoying it. And, he, and, and then he asked, he's, uh, he said, I'm just curious, but how old are you? And I said, well, I'm 21. He goes, wow, and big exclamation points followed, like 15 exclamation points after this, wow, and I'm just like, why? And he's like, I'm nine. That's something, are you, are you for real? And he says, yeah, well, I turn 10 next week. Keep up the good work, and I will keep listening to you guys. So we get this, we get a lot of mail, surprisingly enough, from people who either don't currently play the World of Warcraft or would, uh, are maybe just starting out, and by just starting out, I mean like level two, maybe and they've had very little or no experience with an MMO. And one of the things we get asked a lot is, could you cover extremely, extremely basic coverage of what is the world of Warcraft, what is an MMO, what exactly am I expecting to find when I come into this game? And, you know, we can't go into too in-depth of this or we'd put everyone to sleep, but I figured we could kind of toss it around just from our own personal experience, think back to, for us, the beta days. And for Azrus, when did you start playing, Azrus? Uh, a week or two after launch. Okay, so just you noob. put on the uh, Wayback Machine. <laughs> think back to the uh, beginning of the game. Here I am. I'm um I'm Bob T Gamer, and and Bob I've never T. played an MMO before, and I hear about this great game. So I bring the box home, and I open it up. I got and the regular version. Seventeen CDs. You know, yeah. Like, oh my God, this is gonna take forever. To well, install. I mean, we're assuming that you know these people know how to at least use Windows or Mac. And they, they get it going. So they get the game going, they make the account. That's a pretty straightforward process. And then you're left with this decision, what server do you pick? And in the Actually, beginning... before that, the first suggestion that I have is if you're buying the game now, do not, under any circumstances, let Blizzard patch the game for you. Go what? to File Planet, go somewhere else, and download the patch somewhere else hmm. and apply it that way. Now why do you say that? Because it'll be about three or four times. Well, oh, that's I have no idea if that number's way. actually right. Yeah. But it'll be incredibly faster than letting um, the BitTorrent service that um, Blizzard uses to do it. The the I found that 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 BitTorrent service, even if you're not using a firewall or you're using a, a properly configured yeah, it can firewall, be pretty slow. Yeah. It'll just chug. So sometimes it seems you, like it's a little faster, but yeah, I think it's it should probably just get so much. Why don't we uh, shout out shout out a quick address, a quick URL of someplace that they could go find those files to put to uh, patch Warcraft with? Yeah, file plant you can definitely you get pay for that, that though. Don't but you? you have to pay or you have to wait in line, which is kind of. How about PC Game World? I don't know. Hmm. What I would do is be very careful though that wherever you're doing it, you're getting the actual patch file. Yeah. There's yeah. files out on the internet that you don't want to run on your computer. So <laughs> 3D downloads. 3D downloads has it. 3D yep. downloads. They have an entire page. Excellent. They have an entire page that's just World of Warcraft patches. Okay, Excellent. so we'll give the little disclaimer then, then too. That if you're not familiar, uh, like some of us aren't, with how to patch and and how to you know do 
reasonably technical things off of the internet, then just use WorkRefs. Yeah, just let and, it run automatically, and yeah. it might take a long... Actually, if you're just getting it, I'm sure it's going to take a long time. Cause yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of changes. So you get in there, and you're presented with what server to pick, and yeah. you got... Uh, usually they'll direct you to a realm that is not full, and, or, you know... Well, but they do ask you what kind you want. Normal, PvE... PvP. Well, which is normal, PvP or RP, or the new RP, PvP. <laughs> yeah. And so if you're new to this, you won't even know what those are. And, I think, right. Unless you've played other MMOs. But. Going real quickly through that, because we've covered this in past shows too, is that just, you know, PvE is you against the, the computer, PvP is you against another player. And the computer. And the computer. And RP is a variation of that where you play like you're the real character in a real world. You speak as if you were the real character and yeah. right. have a backstory and... A common misconception, though, is that PvE servers do not allow you to PvP with other members of the opposing faction, which is not true. There's just a rather intricate flagging system that is in place. Yeah, which confused the heck out of me as a PvP player. (laughs) I never had to use it. But that's probably a topic for another show. So I I bet you anything that a lot of people that are first going into an MMO that they've never played one before is, even with something like World of Warcraft, which I thought was pretty... Even with my limited experience in them, because I played City of Heroes before yeah, World of Warcraft, it. and that yeah. was it. I thought it was pretty intuitive, reasonably simple. It took me a couple of days to really, you know, get a hang of how where everything yeah. was. But it, it can basics, probably be yeah. overwhelming if you're used to first-person shooters, or yeah. or even like, what if you've just hardly ever played anything but console games or something? You're gonna, you're gonna be a little yeah. lost. Well, like for example, my dad was asking about the uh, the game, and I was trying to explain it to him, and all he's ever played, it recently is Medal of Honor, <laughs> first-person shooter, on his Mac, on his old iMac. And uh, he's like, so it, it's like levels? Well, not really. You know? Yeah, it's hard to explain <laughs> it's levels. It's very, very hard to explain it to someone who's only played first-person shooters yep. and the occasional flight simulator a long time ago. So I don't even know. I mean, I didn't, I'm not sure I even managed to explain it to him in a way he understood. Maybe the best I think way as to... far as, as MMOs go, it's probably got... The, the most gradual learning curve as far as ease of use at the beginning up until complexity at endgame, I think. For if you want to customize the UI or yeah. you know how you use different skills or what different skills are for. I, I think, think it's, it's, pretty it's definitely got a too. good learning curve. I mean, it's hard yeah, to it get is. yourself into a situation that you know you're getting killed over and over or things that happen in other MMOs. Listening to the uh, earlier Tavern Cast episodes where we had our level up segment uh, which covered a fair amount of stuff like grouping and parties and right inventory, from the very beginning, bags, from all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's a good thing to good thing to have to go back over. And also go to the website. Read some of the information on Blizzard's website, worldofwarcraft.com. They have all kinds of... And I, I don't... You know what? I don't even remember reading the documentation, so I don't know what came with it. They had, good, they had pretty good documentation. They had a great little book. And, you know, that's probably a good piece of advice, too, is if you don't know anything at all about an MMO or the World of Warcraft, get in there and read that book before you start playing. Or open it up, get your character in there, and take a look around, and just do simple movements. In the starting areas, when you first start the game, you're not going to get killed by anything. So just look around and experiment. I remember it took Kern Kater, I don't know, good uh, two or three hours, and she had never played an MMO before. Yeah. And it took her about two or three hours.
right, so we're gonna do a little hunter segment here uh, about uh, about hunters, obviously because this is the hunter segment. <laughs> hey, wait, we gotta so, come up with a cool name. So for we it. have Brian Flash Azros the Uber Hunter. Do, do we have go. a Azros the Uber Hunter? Is that it? Is that segment. the name of the, the segment? Azros the Uber Hunter. <laughs> yep. Are you okay with that, Azros? Yeah, I was. I'm used to the Uber noob, but Uber Hunter works Azros, too. Azros the Uber Thunder Hunter, being up the wild frontier. <laughs> hey, that's a good well, song. Get you sued I, by Disney. So, um, I don't have my coonskin cap on, though. <laughs> hey, boy, you're wearing a coonskin cap. So, here's a question. We heard that you killed yourself a bar when you were only three. Is that true? Oh, multiple bars. <laughs> Block bars, even. <laughs> so, so you have bars. hunting skills. Yeah. I have bow staff skills. I heard I you killed a... Uh, you went wolverine hunting. How'd you do with that? Uh, pretty good. I had to use a 12-gauge, though. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the merits of a 12 gauge over say a crossbow what do you think <laughs> you freaking 12 gauge hey did you guys hear that thing on the forum where uh it, it actually it's uh zach isn't it didn't zach say that he he had where he did zach that come guy, yeah, he heard that the guy who plays napoleon john dynamite hater john hater or whatever listens hater. to tavern cast john hater is that did yeah. you hear about that i, I, I did read about it yeah did, did you know where zach got that information you know what? I, don't know. I have no idea. Maybe they do have connections. All right, so we're gonna put it on the show Ooh. right now. If Napoleon Dynamite listens to Tavern Cast, please get in touch with us. So give us a call. So, anyways, I digress. Back to oh, yeah, Azros, the Uber Hunter, King of the Wild Frontier. <laughs> <laughs> with an intro like that, we're gonna go wrong. So on uh, World of Warcast, a couple episodes back, and I'd be remiss to tell you the number. I think it was like uh, their episode number nine. They had Azros yes. on and. Uh, you guys did sort of a good uh, opening um, roundtable on hunters, so we want to kind of just lead off from that and not retread old ground covered on other better casts. And um, <laughs> um, so uh, let's let's chat a little bit here about uh, the different kind of pets available and all that kind of junk. There's there's actually a couple of good websites out there that that talk about different pets because since people have kind of been able to scout around all of Azeroth and find rare spawns and things like that. They've been able to catalog them, but there's there's three basic levels. There's going to be DPS, middle of the road, and tank. And it, depending on your play style is, is what you're going to want. Most people, when they're starting out as a hunter, they're going to want something that's going to be able to tank, which will be something like a turtle or a bear or um, even, I think, to some point, a gorilla. Something with really high armor. Um, but the the downside is that they deal relatively low damage, so in order to take the whatever you're fighting, the mob or whatever, out, you're going to be the one to deal the damage. And the only problem with that, with that strategy is the minute you start almost out-damaging or dealing enough damage to pull the aggro off of your pet, you could be in dire straits. Um, because the whole reason for the pet is to stay there and tank. Growl does some. Growl is the this only skill that you can learn um, actual skill that a pet can use rather than a passive skill since the change um, that you teach to your pet at different levels 10, 20, 30, 40, yeah. So what is it? What is Growl? Growl... It's like a taunt, right? It, what's that? It's like taunt, isn't it? Yeah, it actually it says taunt and it, it just increases the likelihood that the creature will focus attacks on you and it's based on level. So if you say, well, I have this bear that's got really high armor, I'm going to go attack, you know, something that's seven or eight levels higher than me and just let my pet growl and draw the aggro. That that taunt will be resisted by whatever it is. 
Um, if, if, and then you're dead. <laughs> yeah, and then you die. So it's it's definitely something to keep to keep in mind when you're doing that. The good thing is it auto casts. Most of the pet skills like bite, claw, and all those things, cower, they all auto cast. But growl is definitely the skill that you're gonna want to use, and I'm I'm pretty sure that it's usable on all all pets. Especially it was odd having a turtle that could growl for a bit. <laughs> oh, turtles so. growl all the time. Right, sure but bears bears are definitely the good. I think if you're a starting hunter, probably the best way to go until you get a grasp for how to use your pet in different circumstances, what skills to teach your pet, um, what the different pet skills are, and things like that. Then on the complete opposite end of the scale is a pure DPS pet, which is kind of the the rogue of the pet world, where you can get something like a raptor that can that has relatively low armor but just deals a whole lot of damage at once, um, and normally they have um, they can handle or you can actually learn from them other higher level skills like bite and things like that which um, are other skills rather than they're just normal attack which deal deals even more damage on top of the normal damage that they use it seems to me but, that I see the raptor being used almost exclusively in PvP yeah because at that point you never tank somebody in PvP yeah and because growl doesn't work on players yeah players so, are a little smarter than that right so you're going to want to have something that's just going to deal the most amount of damage um, in the least amount of time, and that's definitely going to be some of the higher-end raptors that are out there. So and then in the middle, there's middle-of-the-road pets, which most people like to use are cats or um, wolves or things like that, which normally have decent armor and decent um, DPS as well. Some have more DPS than armor, some have more armor than DPS. It just depends on what you have. Personally, for middle-of-the-road pets, I'm going to go with cats because... They they deal a little bit more damage, but they can still take a beating. Like right the, now. How about um, some of the weird pets you see? Like you, sometimes you see people with like bats or plane striders or even like those yeah. uh, the winged serpents that you see people yeah. with sometimes. Most people will just get those for certain abilities yeah, that they give have. You abilities you can teach to your other pets then. Yeah, and s- s- like some only winged pets can do things like screech which is um, something I haven't messed with just because I'm not a big fan of, of birds or anything like that. But they all have different abilities for that. And some people go for very rare pets that may have very low attack speed or very high damage or something like that after taming. Because once you tame a pet, it's not always going to retain the, the same stats that it did. Uh, it's definitely not going to retain the same stats that it did when it was, quote-unquote, in the wild. So what at what you want to worry about is after you tame it, what's it going to keep? And a lot of times the attack speed is what you're going to want on some of those. And people will go for whatever has the lowest attack speed just so that it can keep whacking on whatever mob you're going after. So now, how about this? What's the worst pet you can tame? The worst. Yeah, are there pet any that are just tame? totally worthless that people should avoid? I don't know if anything is really worthless. Um, but I don't really see a, a use for boars that much. The good, the good thing that boars have is the dash skill, which you can actually get on a couple other pets as well. Um, but a lot of like boars that charge have, thing they do. Yeah, where it's able to get up on a mob pretty quick, um, which is which is yeah. pretty useful. Yeah. But other than that, I don't really see a lot of use for for the boar level level mobs. They're they're generally middle of the road and um, don't have outstanding stats either way. Hmm. If I had to pick one that I definitely wouldn't use, it was it would probably be a bore. Just as a straight question, are are, are elite pets or elite uh, beasts tameable to make them as pets? Inside instances, outside in the real world? 
It depends. At that point, you need to use a skill that's called a beast lore, which will tell you, uh, it will just give you basic information about whatever that, that animal is. It'll tell you what the damage, health, armor, um, any special resistances it might have, and what it eats. Hmm. And it will also tell you if it's tameable or not. So if you if you come across... Um, See, I'm thinking specifically the T-Rexes in Un'Goro. The non-named <laughs> ones, the ones that are just like Tyrannosaur. Oh, the huge ones? Yeah. If Yeah, normally non-named they are... Down, you know? Yeah, yeah they, cool. they're tameable, although there are some things that are not like Thunder Lizards and stuff like that, which um, are not tameable for whatever reason. But hmm. um, yeah, m- most of the things that... Most of the pets that are out there that you see are are tameable. Sounds like hunters are cooler since the patch. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely they're definitely well. I mean, they were good before it, but the different pet skills that you can learn yeah, now and you can you train your pet in actually make training your pet even actually useful now. Yeah, a lot of it comes with how you use the hunter. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people think if they can't tank a mob or deal a lot of melee damage that they're useless, and and for that you got to know it. You gotta know your role with your character, and for me, I will only deal um, melee damage if I have to. Like if for whatever reason I crit and I draw the aggro off my pet, I'll pull out my two one-handed swords and start whacking on it until my pet's able to cast Growl again. The hunters definitely have a good role in groups. They're gonna be a, a long-range damage dealer. Um, they're gonna be a puller. They're gonna be th- aggro management. And threat management is huge. Um, the good thing about them is they have uh, something called distracting shot, which is almost the same thing as taunt, but for use with a ranged weapon. So if for some reason, you know, a, a priest is getting nailed or something like that, they can use distracting shot, pull the aggro off of them towards them, and give the the warrior whoever's tanking a bit more time to to pull the aggro again back. So they they I would say they're a support class that's able to be very multi-role in groups. And the pet's able to help a lot, too, in that regard, where they always kind of have some kind of tank with them that can deal with um, threat and aggro management as well. It's interesting that you would call hunters a support class. I'm not sure that I would. I mean, they don't. I don't think they necessarily support other classes. Like, they don't buff, they don't heal. Well, I think support I mean, it can be on so many levels, you know. I mean, when you're in a raid, support could be as in terms of damage, dealing yeah. damage. Yeah, I, I see support as... They're able to, to be multi-role and assist people in different ways in the group. And the, As the big opposed thing, to the warrior just basically being a tank almost right. every time. Right. Okay. And and the biggest thing with hunters is aggro management. They're able to Wars manage can, aggro Wars really can well. Bandage me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They can. Anybody they can, can bandage people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Support classes. They're all support classes. So how about in terms of pets? How how do gnomes work in terms of pets? Yeah, are you gnomes gotta tame them first. Are they? Are they? Are they I hear they're really hard taming to tame. Gnomes. You gotta beat them with a belt for a while, and then. What, what's a what's a while? Because maybe we haven't done it enough. You can always try. An hour, hour and a half until they're uh, submissive. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. See, we stopped at like 15 minutes when the Your screaming got too bad. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. haters. That's when you need um, <laughs> arm strengthening potion of the owl. Okay, well, well, see, damn it, man. We were using elbow elbow prowess of the eagle. <laughs> elbow grease. <laughs> elbow grease of the eagle. Yeah. <laughs> and, and That's good. You just, you know, you gotta, you gotta use it at certain times. We need hey, more he, monkey he, equipment. They were both green <laughs> items. Whipping belt of the tiger was a green item. It just wasn't working out. What, what do you suggest for gnomes? Do you need, like, an epic item to tame gnomes? Uh, yeah, a high-level green, I think, should be good. Or, or you can have a blue that's specific oh. for it. But. 
Yeah. Well, here's a question. Here, not, not a question, but here's a pet peeve I have with um, hunters. I know they're all, you know, they're all good and pretty and stuff. Pink or whatever. Stuff. Here comes the hate. I, here comes <laughs> the, the hate. Can, can we insert like a little Darth Vader thing? Lena. You know here what we need? We need a, someone to do a song for us called "Bring On the Hate." We could have the Karg. here comes the hate section. Little <laughs> card section. Card uh, <laughs> but anyways, there are quite a few hunters that I've played with in higher level instances that have absolutely no idea what to do with your pet. Well, there's everybody doesn't I mean, sometimes doesn't know what to do with their class. In in a group rate um, instance or even in a group. There are a lot of hunters, and since we're on hunters, you know, I'm sure there are other pet classes who have no idea how to control their pets. But um, there, are, I've I've been in group where hunters have no idea what their pet should or should not do, uh, whether you know, to summon a pet or not. You know, it seems oblivious to them, and they just go poof, way above their head. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of that has to do with um, just group dynamics at first, what kind of classes you have in your group. Um, if you have a tank, like if you have a good um, a warrior or something like that, you're not really going to need your pet to do much um, as long as that warrior knows how to, to keep aggro pretty well. Uh, for me, if I'm in, a, in, a, in an instance or a group or something like that, I normally just dismiss my pet or not even call it because a lot of times it just gets in the way of what's going on it's just another thing that's adding to the fray where at that point I am mainly just there to to pull to drop traps or to do uh, like I said before aggro management so a lot of times unless people request that it's out if they have a special pet like if they have a turtle or some kind of pet that has a special skill that they think will help um, most of the time I just suggest that people not use their hunters pets and in instances and it's funny we've had lots of situations with with full wipes of parties due to flying bears and yeah things bears, like that. That, bears that take a little jump over a little ledge and <laughs> aggro an entire zone <laughs> well not only that they're not <laughs> smart enough to yeah. deal with runners either and if a runner goes and runs That's past true. a whole other mob, it's a good chance that they're going right. to aggro everything yeah. else. Yeah. So my favorite is people who accidentally put their pets on um, aggressive. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I know that all of us have been into uh, the UBRS before. Yeah. Uh, at I least think I at have. least at least once. I might have been it might have been LBRS. I went to one of them. Okay. Well, did you go? Did you? Well, it, basically the other one would be to kill the general. Uh, the huge dragon at the end. General Dracosad? We didn't get far enough yeah. anyways. Yeah, okay. okay. Well, that's the part where you're supposed to drop down. Yeah, yeah. Um, right? Yeah. And here's the thing. Warlocks who have imps summoned up, they can jump with the imp. The imp will actually be smart enough to jump down, uh, you know, uh, with the with the warlock. Now, if, if you guys don't know, those listening out there who uh, don't know yet and are playing Hunters... The hunter's pet, and correct me if I'm wrong, Azros, the hunter's pet will not jump down. They will actually right. take the scenic route and pull everyone to you. Or not go anywhere at all and just hang there. Right. Pathing sometimes can be a real pain with them. Actually, so, you know, we've had the same problem. Uh, we were in um, Stratholm once, and we told Karg, look, Karg, here's this ledge, we need to jump down, we need to get these mobs, and Karg 
you know, not only did he not come with us like a good pet's supposed to, he went screaming around the instance going, I hate the undead, you losers, you suck, I don't want to jump down. Like oh my said, god, I'm getting aggroed, run, we need, run, run. We need to run. do more beating of our gnome. To yeah, so this is why, I mean, this is a good topic to bring up, Karg. I think you're hitting some things on the head. Really? Hey, once, we get that, once we get that ultra rare blue, you know, whipping stick of, of the board. Gnome beating stick. Yeah. Hey, uh, for all you Tevin, for all you Tevin casters out there, and especially the ones who are on Whisper Wind with us, if you guys ever want to sell a bag full of ore, <laughs> uh, you can or actually anything. sell or anything. You can yeah. you can say a bag of, bag a bag of, of epic items. Ah, you knew this was coming. <laughs> bag full of uh, you see, you gotta watch with Karg. If you start hating on Karg, he's got lots of stories. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can sell it to you can sell it to Eloy here and just tell him, you know what? Hey, I'll sell you a bag of epic items for fifty 40 silver. silver. That's all right. Uh, Forty silver. You know, one and, of, one of these days that story will come out in its entirety. Well, yeah, and he we would could say, get into it okay. right now. <laughs> he, would, he would get so excited he wouldn't even check in there, and he would say, "I base it on trust because I am an honorable I am a paladin." paladin. <laughs> so yeah, let's bring on the hate. <laughs> So that pretty much, I think, covers the whole pets thing, doesn't it, Astros? Is there anything else? Oh, uh, yeah. I think that that's a that's a good starting point for it. All right. So we're gonna wrap things up here for this week's Tavern Cast. Yep. And uh, we've got a couple things we'd like to ask you to do, other than the usual, which is please check out our website, support the TavernCast. But we'd also like you to uh, call in on our Skype line, which is area code 734-418-8727 is the phone number. And uh, what we're looking for now that we're done with all the Murloc stuff is we'd like you to redo our intro, which if you don't remember how that sounds, just back up at the beginning of the, uh, the show and listen to it. <laughs> It's about 30, we want something about 30 or 40 seconds, and uh, we just want to have a little bit of variety, so. You can introduce it any way you want. <coughs> yeah. You don't have to. As long as it's uh, understandable. Yeah, <laughs> and you don't have to do it word for word, what how it's read in the beginning. I mean, you can do fact, something absolutely insane. Yeah. It, it, I was, was going to say in, in, absolutely. in any language you yeah, want. That'd be awesome. Because that would be interesting. Or yeah. with any accent you want. I don't. We don't need our... Our boring Midwest accents if, here. If you seeing right, as the um, example, Tavern Cast opening theme like, is... Think, this is Tavern Cast for the week of October 11. <laughs> Welcome to Tavern Cast. This what is Eloisius. Yeah, what, what accent is that? I think Carpeter. it's supposed to be... <laughs> What's that like? A Scottish Indian? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a Scottian. <laughs> My mistake, sorry. I'm just giving examples. You guys are not helping them at all. I'm giving examples. Okay. That's true. Sorry. You know, since Sorry, the opening God. of the of the show is instrumental, too, it's over an instrumental song, if anyone is enterprising enough, I can think of a few people that come to mind, actually, um, to to actually sing lyrics for Tavercast. We'll figure out a way to mix that play, in. Or even play us music. Oh, Although, that wouldn't work very well on Skype. But you could, you could also... We should, we, I should mention that, too, is if, if you don't have Skype or you don't want to do Skype or you don't want to make the phone call, you can submit an MP3 to us. Just send it in your email as an attachment to TavernCast at TavernCast.com. And, uh, you know, if we like it, we'll put it on. If we don't, we'll 
We'll put it in the subscribers section under Hall of Shame. <laughs> Do you realize you just supported the idea of people filking? Yes, yes, we have. Okay, I There's just... nothing richer and more well, exceptionally cool than Taverncast filking. Well, I, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to hearing some of the filk. Well, we should oh, put a disclaimer God. that we may make fun of it. Hey, or you just say, but we can't, but we can't. They make us cheer. They are Tavercast, we are with them. Okay, if we There's a paladin and a priest, and a rogue he goes whoosh and disappears. There's Karg's sing along, he is small. He is little bitty bitty and tiny. He is from a little country called Malaysia. And he is a gnome that we all love. Sing it, Taverncast, Taverncast, building song. Tavern cast, let's all sing along! Tavern cast, tavern cast, it makes me want to go out and drink beer and do good things! I'm never getting That's that song. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you can simply, you know, rhyme and write a poem like, We all listen to tavern cast because it's simply the best. Roses and are red, violets are rest, blue, I listen to tavern cast, and How about so you? do you. <laughs> I've got yeah, to be honest. You're, you're, That's not as good as Eloy's filk. <laughs> Eloy's, Eloy's filk is going to be the first filk we're going to have. That's going to be under the, the special subscriber section. Yeah, that, that will be the... Uh, Hell no, man. That just made the show. A lot of our, it's a gonna, lot it's of gonna our load players up. might actually filk. You never know. So we might actually get quite a bit of filk. I'm, I'm just so we should make it that. load up like a wave file every time someone loads up the site. <laughs> <laughs> Have a cast, have a cast. But no, no, no. No, what, what needs to happen is that it needs to be transposed into MIDI music. <laughs> if anyone wants to take this an extension further than just filking the intro and would like to make us a tavern cast opera, please. Or please. operetta. Uh, or operetta. <laughs> or musical. Yes. Yes, or musical. Actually, I think it's coming Greece down to or Xanadu. Tavern if you have any cast, ideas, dee 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 dee. Tavern cast. <laughs> now we are there in Tavern cast. I'm warning you, I can reach the mixer from here. Wait, I think I can do it to Greece too. How did that go? How did no Greece go? Hey, Karg, how does the song from Greece go? <laughs> I, know, so yeah, I, I don't want to go there. <laughs> I gotta no, you know go. You have to do it. We want a Paladin Bright song to the main song from Joseph Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. I would prefer Xanadu. Alright, you know what, you know what? Here if here's this submit your Paladin Bright song. Okay? Actually, and this is a personal promise from Karg. <laughs> submit any yeah. damn thing you want to submit. We'll you want to sing about Twinkies? Sing about it. it. That's fine. We will pick... Now, this is a personal promise from Karg, right? We will pick oh the top best song, top song that's related to Paladin Bright, okay? And the winner will get a very nice uh, gift card from me uh, from a certain store. <laughs> the dick dick store? That leaves that wide open. Exactly. Like Value Village for the win. <laughs> Thewhitehouse.com. Uh, I love Value Village. It doesn't matter because, hey, it's it's free anyways, you haters. 
Not all, Karg. We're supporting your your entrepreneurial endeavors. Tavern yeah. cast, young and sweet, only 17. Okay, stop singing. <laughs> Jesus, my ears are bleeding. Will you stop? The tavern cast, soon we'll be making another show. The tavern help. cast. Oh, Send help. <laughs> All right, so something like that. And for those of you who need to, who feel like you should uh, donate to get Eloy help, uh, we will create a separate yeah, button called we can, um, we Save can the Doom. portion of our, our Save proceeds. the Doom. Just uh, meant, well, you know what? That brings up something I was thinking of the other day. You know what this is? This is the Tavern we Cast Under take... Construction Show. We have been diverted <laughs> off of the freeway of Tavern Cast shows. Into, into like the, the Twilight way. Zone redirected. And you know what? You are driving the short bus. You are driving the bus. No, he's not. Tabacast. I was going to bring up as long as we're talking about special donations. Special needs. No one ever donated to get Karg into the swimming pool for a full pork ride. Thank true. God. Well, we can put it out again. Oh, well, you know, the winter months are coming. It's going to yeah. be damn cold in that pool. Yeah, nothing like oh, wearing a big frozen uh, pork rind donut around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so rounding oh, up the tariff cast for the month of, of November and probably for the rest of the year. Oh, help, I'm drowning. Don't worry, that's Karg, and he's got his floating pork rind donut. He won't sink. We're now at two and a half hours for the show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Aloysius, it's not a floating, it's it's a pork nut. Hey, can you sing something nut. with Tavern Cast with the pork rind donut to the lyrics of Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On from Titanic? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So thanks, everybody, for being part of Tavern Cast this week. Yeah, we need to end If this you still show. listen ever again. Yeah, <laughs> please go visit us at www.taverncast.com. Um, go up there, register, or join our forums. Or even just taverncast.com if you're not a noob. Or just type Ooh. in Taverncast in any search engine and you will find us. HTTP. Or if you have a website, if or you search have a for website, link, link to us and uh, use uh, World of Warcraft podcast <laughs> as your anchor text. Hmm, yeah. What? Oh, yeah, whatever he said. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> anyway, blah, everybody, blah, thanks blah. for listening. We had a great time, and we will see you later. Good night. Bye. Sleep tight. Good Bye, guys. Save your tavern cast. Come through. Goodbye. Hey. Hey, noobs. Help. This, this English like chocolate bar the English chocolate bar says one serving is a little square but on the American label we put on here it says that the serving size is the entire bar see they upsize wow. it because we are so ginormous <laughs> as a society it's awesome you say that like it's a bad does it really say that yes wow. here it really? says serving size is one piece and here it says serving size five pieces you Americans That's so awesome. I'm totally serious well, I have Who to make a note that only you and Cromley are touching the spotted deck. I am nowhere near the spotted deck. And you are yeah. sharing the spotted deck. <laughs> That's just so wrong.
I'm sorry, Azros and Karg, you guys are such haters. We bring on Barbalus and he knows that it's it's an English food. You guys are just like spotted dick. <laughs> Excuse me, you were the one who's taking it to the fifth grade, laughing your ass off, yeah. falling off of your chair. Well, kind of Share the your dick beer. with me. Share the dick with me. <laughs> it is. Yeah, wait, so it is. Some, dick, some dick left over for you. Oh, God, the PC cast is going out the window. Mm, extra dick. <laughs> this week, Cavern Cast, Triple X. I say we make this the spotted dick cast. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. Shut up, Azros. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Do it, do it, do it. Dick, do it. Azros is all over the spotted dick now. <laughs> I know. Nice. Yeah, cool. The point. password is my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. I heard it was my milkshake hyphen brings all the boys underscore to the yard. Oh, your milkshake brings all the spotted dick to the yard. <laughs> oh, you didn't have to go there. Spotted, spotted dick without space or anything.com? Yeah. yeah. It's a dessert site. Well, of course. <laughs> well, that's, that's what, what this is. is. It's Spotted dick is a dessert. Oh, is it? Well, well, figure that one out. Well, I didn't know what you guys were talking about. Well, we tried to tell in you my country, In my country, dick is dick, man. <laughs> All I heard was car I make shoes. Dirty haters. And it begins. Carg, carg this, carg that. There is nothing wrong with the spotted dick. It's good. It's like eating a muffin that you heat up in the microwave. That's all it is. Yeah, but it's called dick. Alright, I'll sit right back. I won't ruin the show or anything. You owe me a new headset. Ah, Tavern Cast! Shut the fuck up. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Tavern Cast! Stop. Eat the spotted dick! So retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Are we recording this shit? <laughs>